Skippy Dots. Don't touch me there. We're live. Hey, welcome to the Push to Shout podcast featuring Skippy Sigmatic and me, Brutalcom Cutter. And boy, do we have a show. Tonight, it's the Push to Shout blogcast because fuck all is going on in the world of video games. But you're going to sit there and you're going to take it because you like it and you like us. God damn it. And I'm listening to my own audio right now because I'm a retard and you're all hearing it. Skippy, tell me something. Save me. Throw me a life raft. Uh, uh, how was Thanksgiving? It was really good. Um, That's nice. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, and I was not really surprised, but I just don't really think too often that Thanksgiving is an American-exclusive thing. So, uh, you know, it's just a shame that the people that I know online don't get to experience the joy oh, listeners of abroad. a good Thanksgiving turkey dinner. Yeah, we got a substantial few of them, and a couple of people abroad who I knew told me, I just don't see what the big deal is about Thanksgiving. Fuck and them. I felt, I felt sorry for them on like a spiritual level, mm-hmm. religious shame for having known them. Yeah. Tell us about video games. What's um, in your life? Um, I don't have a whole lot to report in the world of video games, as you said. Played a little bit more Fallout 4. Just kind of picking it up here and there, fooling around with it, whatever. Uh, still, still having fun with it, but it's all of our complaints remain. Uh, Witcher two. I've played much of chapter one uh, in Witcher two, and uh, and I'm getting the hang of it. I'm playing with my Steam controller. At first, I had a lot of trouble. I actually stopped playing for like two weeks because the first time I got in like a major uh, fight in chapter one I got destroyed like and I was playing on easy and I got decimated and uh Hmm. and I just I wasn't really doing the side quests in a logical order as I should have been like I should have focused on getting my silver sword and leveling up a little bit and putting things and like I didn't even have any of my skills uh allocated or anything so once I did all that I, I was fine uh and I might bump it back up to normal but yeah, uh, that game is punishing if you don't think about what you're doing, and that's part of what I like about the Witcher series as a uh, as RPGs is that they make you think rather than just lead you to exactly what you need to do. But uh, it can also be frustrating if you if you're used to playing Fallout Four, for example, and you just get in that mode. Uh, but yeah, not much to report there, really. It's just good game, enjoying it so far. Um, and I also last night booted up. Just Cause 2, because I was so excited to play Just Cause 3, and I finished it. I didn't realize I was on the last chapter, but you have to, like, cause a certain amount of chaos to unlock the last the last level uh, in the main storyline. So I did that, and it was fine. I don't know. Just Cause 2 is just, just Cause 2. What is there to report? Apparently Just Cause 3 is out right now, or Steam says play now, and I thought it came out, like, tomorrow, but apparently it's out now. So that's what I'm going to do right after the podcast. Maybe I'll even stream it. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Just Cause 3. It's getting middling reviews, but that's kind of, basically the reviews are saying, yeah. It's because they don't get it. I, I, they don't get it. They don't, like, I feel like they would have the same feelings about Just Cause 2 because it's like, well, you're doing the same thing over and over. You're just attacking these strongholds and stuff. And I think that's a legit, that's a legitimate complaint, but I also think those people don't quite get it. And the wingsuit looks so fucking fun. I, I can't wait. I think I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. So I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, how about you? I know what you did last night. 
What did I eat last night? Tell me about it. Well, besides the thing we won't mention, Mister. Yeah, so I played the Bloodborne DLC. Um, it's called The Old Hunters. I didn't finish it, obviously. Um, but I've got a couple thoughts about it so far. I know uh, you do. I heard them during your stream. Well, okay. Yesterday, you were you were on my a roller stream, coaster on that DLC. I was, <laughs> I, I was incredibly tired. I know. Like, I, could tell. I, I, I didn't sleep the night before, and then I was like up till four because I just wanted to play Bloodborne. It's and, a bad yeah, game was, to play with without sleep. By the way, I think it it makes it more like oppressively frustrating. Yeah. So uh, I, I I don't know. I'm kind of mixed about that, but. Um, so, thoughts so far. The starting area of the DLC is kind of cool looking, but is mostly reused geometry and assets yeah. from the main game. Uh, now, I'm pretty sure... Now I Well, okay. So, that it seemed lazy to me at first, even though it kind of looked cool. And I thought back to how unique Artorius of the Abyss was, but then I started thinking, well, it it really wasn't all that unique. Sure. Because they still had the forest, and it was the same place, but it just didn't feel that way because you went back in time. This I didn't I I didn't really know why I was going to the dream place I was going. That's like separate from the rest of the main game. I don't know. It, it is explained. It makes sense. But all I'm saying is it didn't like have anything about it that just hooks you or makes it interesting. It's just like a nightmarish version of a place in the game. Maybe there's another area. I don't know. I hope that there is. I'm pretty sure there is. I'm pretty sure not the whole game is, is that way. I think, I think it's That's good, but I'm, I can't say for sure because I haven't played it, but I do. I, I like what they've done with it though. Like I think it's different enough that it yeah. doesn't, it, it's pretty twisted. Um, you're going through like I, I, all sorts of stuff that was not at all connected, and 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 the the growth that they've added on everything makes it completely like yeah the actual level different uh different enough at least for me. I should I should have saved the lazy comment for later because only a couple moments struck me that way, uh, kind of where I could tell going into like a certain room and there was a a stairway down the sarcophagus thing mm-hmm. like that was just a identical layout except yeah. with the certain part blocked off and i don't know those those distracted me slightly but overall it's pretty cool i especially like the river of blood thing and the little like guys who lean up from it yeah those guys uh, are creepy yeah they are and the one and that make talks, noises too. the one that talks at the beginning of the boss fight i love that so much yeah, i think that's I my favorite boss, boss intro fight. so some of the enemy placement though is frustrating. It seems like they deliberately tried to prevent you from running through sometimes. Yeah. And I don't like that. Like I when I first go through an area, I like try to kill everything every time. And I keep running through. If I die, I run through and do that and kill everything on the way to the next step of enemies. But once I totally clear out that area, I feel like I've I've beat it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to have to keep fighting those same enemies. And this, they place enemies in certain choke points that you just can't get past unless you kill them. And those and hunters have just, the have the guns that they can shoot you so you can't Yeah. Yeah, you can't run by without taking damage and that's Yeah, like there's a hunter that 
there's a ladder and a hunter near it and you just can't climb it unless you kill him because he'll shoot you off of it and it's just frustrating it feels like they deliberately tried to stop that which yeah. is something i actually liked about the series um but overall i don't know the the enemy placement sort of reminded me of dark souls 2 sometimes it felt like they just put a bunch of shit. But at least the path to the boss was clear. Like, I think you were yes. frustrated because you that's, didn't realize, like, oh, there, I can't run through here, but you really won't have to run through it very often. Like, it's it's pretty much... Yeah, it's... Yeah. So... Yeah, it's not it's not terrible. I don't want to say that it's as bad as Dark Souls 2, but sometimes it felt like it was not very well planned out. Like, putting enemies in certain points where... Like, those big bulbous... Uh, I don't know what you would call those mosquito crawling things. Yeah, whatever. Um, Half Life alien. They boss. put them underneath a bridge, and you go down a staircase at a right angle to the bridge. And so, when you go down, you get their attention, and you just can't stay there because you're going to get backed into that corner. But if you go up the stairs, then you lose their attention. And it's just really weird. Like, you have to keep walking down the last step and bring... It's just very strange. And then the uh, werewolf enemies that are scared of you, but they'll, like, run up to you and then act scared. It was just sort of weird at some points. But so far, it's been totally redeemed by a really cool boss. Yeah. And I haven't beat it yet because... Oh my god, it's it's so hard. And it doesn't feel like bullshit either. Like, I feel like I'm learning something new every time I fight him. Like, okay, it's safe to do this at this time, and I can use this audio cue to know when to dodge this attack. And even if I eat this, I can sacrifice it for the safety of not getting hit by that. Yeah. And it's just, I feel like I'm learning, and it's not frustrating. Yeah, I, I noticed that the boss was more than... Like, one of my main problems with Bloodborne was actually some of the bosses feel... It feels like you can't anticipate what they're about to do. Um, that, oh god, I forgot which boss it was, but it was the first one that I had trouble on where it's in like a church at the bottom of like a gulch kind of thing, and it's... I can't blood remember. Blood Beast. Yep, that's or, it. No, Blood uh, Starved blood, Beast. Blood Starved Beast, yeah. It, but that's uh, you, I killed Apparently it a lot first of people try. killed it just fine. I have never died to I that I couldn't boss. read it. I couldn't read it. I just had no idea what it was going to do next. And I felt that way about a lot of Bloodborne. Like, just the way they're designed is so grotesque that, that it's hard to figure out exactly yeah, what's going on. Bits. And then he had lots of cloth on him or her or whatever. Yeah. And um, and so it's hard to, to read. But the the first boss in this one seems like it's a little more telegraphed. Like at first you were complaining that you couldn't read it, but then you started figuring it out. It just felt that way. Yeah. Cause it's so overwhelming. It, it's really aggressive. It's the fastest, most aggressive boss yeah. in any of these games. It doesn't give you any space. All of its attacks. Like if you're dodging backwards, it's going to come with You're not going to get hit by it. If you dodge backwards most of the time, but it's going to be within an inch of you. And you know that the next attack is going to be that much farther forward. So if you're dodging backwards, that's all you can do because, mm-hmm. you, you know, and then you'll eventually you'll run out of stamina and it's like, oh, shit, I really hope he doesn't do his final stomping thing when I'm at it. Like, you have to really carefully consider whether you want to be safe or if you want to take a gamble. And uh, it's cool. It's, it's all cool about that left sleep. So 
I haven't even gotten him below a quarter health yet, which is not even... I don't know. Like, Ornstein and Smo, I died to a lot in the original Dark Souls, but, like, my second try, I got him below half. Like, sometimes you can just get lucky and do yeah. okay without having fully learned it. This, that is just not the case. I don't if think it don't... helps that you're on, like, New Game Plus 3 or something or whatever. That's true. I am on it New Game It seems like plus it's a three. lot more challenging than I've seen other players have. Like... So I die. I die in very few hits, and he takes a lot of hits himself. So I, I could be at it for a while. But... Yeah. It looks fun, So though. anyway, it's cool so far, and I'm going to finish it. Um, not video game stuff. Wait, no, you got Fallout Four, right? Uh, I already. Eh, there's nothing to say about Fallout Four. Uh, I I do have so, one or two not video games. I'll kick that off. How about? Yeah, let's do audiovisual content. Blogcast. How about that? Time. Um. So Narcos. I've watched like the first three episodes. I think of Narcos, think? and I like it a lot. And uh, and I've been purposefully avoiding, like reading about even though it's been tempting i've been avoiding reading about pablo escobar so that i can feel like i'm actually getting a fresh take on the on the uh, story like because i i know very little about him I, I knew who he was and that's about it so it's it might as well be an entirely new story for me and and i'm enjoying it um yeah looking forward to that a lot and i rewatched like god i rewatched three movies all in one day i, I rewatched uh star wars episode four which is as good as ever, and um, and God, every time I watch it, though, if it's that, if it's the Blu-ray version, those those little changes, and sometimes not so little changes that that George Lucas decided to make to that film, this has been said they over and over in other parts of the internet, so I won't go into detail, but they are unbelievable, like either either completely unnecessary or unbelievably obstructive of the film itself like a big monster just walks in front of the fucking frame it's so stupid i hate it i hate it but uh and i'm not even like a huge star wars fan but goddamn uh also inglorious bastards which i haven't seen in years and it's pretty good and um and black hawk down which i also haven't seen since i was like that was like the first really violent movie that i saw and i haven't seen it since uh, and that was also pretty good. Uh, and that's about it. That's about it for me. How about you? I watched a lot of shit. Uh, I rewatched Fully Cooly some of it. Yes. And that is still just as great yes. as I remember it. You always catch ago. new things that you've either forgot about or didn't catch on. The it's f- a like, very dense show. Yeah, it's incredibly it, dense in places where it's, it's like. It's so concise. Yeah. It's like it, that content could have easily been stretched out i mean like okay that that like thematic content could have been stretched out over a standard 26 episodes or yeah but because it's in six it makes every second and gag even and bit of dialogue it's all doing a lot of work it respects your time (laughs) it just it really does yeah yeah it's, it's, it's and it respects you it respects your intelligence enough to rewatch it if you care enough yeah or not yeah you know it's, it's it rewards cool. it rewards rewatches not only for like so like it goes into those segments where it's it, it turns into a manga and the characters are talking really fast and they're making like meta jokes about yep. anime and stuff and, and how much and, it costs to and make you can't, the segment that you're watching you can't possibly keep up 
with with what's going on you have to watch it more than once to catch everything that they're saying um but not only that kind of stuff but also it also rewards you in like the narrative is very loosely told like you're not really clear on what's going on there's a lot of different perspectives and stuff and and it's very vague it doesn't care if you keep up with it yeah but when you it's like they give you the exact amount of time you need to watch it to understand yeah, the and part of the picture you need, to and you understand. understand it a little better every time you watch it. I feel like I, it's it's got a lot of depth to it, and uh, damn, it's just so good. I can't say enough good things about it. And and also, you can watch the dub or the sub, and they're both good for their own reasons. Kind of like the dub actually makes I'm some really impressive. I like it. It makes some impressive. Uh, it turns some of the the esoteric like Japanese humor and stuff into something that's understandable for Western audiences in a really I don't know. Maybe that's the only reason I really appreciate it. Was like they they clearly okay. tried yeah. really hard is, with it and it succeeded is an in a lot of ways. It's an impressive dub, but I still you know, I, I would don't recommend like it, it as I, much. I would recommend subtitles, but yeah, it's an impressive so, yeah. dub. That is still fantastic, amazing, yep. great. I watch new stuff too, though. Okay. I saw the movie Creed. Was it good? Creed. What? Uh, yes, it was. It was okay. really good. Um. <laughs> Creed is like a Rocky spinoff or sequel, and uh, everybody probably knows, and maybe you don't, but who cares, the sixth Rocky movie called Rocky Balboa, and it was just the old Rocky making a comeback, and uh, it was kind of bad, like just really sappy scenes coupled with a really old Sylvester Stallone trying to pretend to box, and then he wins at the end, or no, he doesn't win at the end, but... Like he, you know, spiritually. He wins as a person. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then uh, he's all melodramatic and loves his wife, even though she died. Great. Um, But this story, Rocky trains Apollo Creed's son, and it's really good. Um, It it's almost like a parallel of the original Rocky. I don't want to say too much about it. I mean, yeah. uh, But. It's cool. It it pulls it off. It doesn't feel cheesy. It feels totally justified too. Um, it's I'd say my second favorite Rocky movie. The only Rocky movie I've ever seen is the first one. Actually, I've been meaning to see the other ones, or at least some of the good ones. Um, Rocky one's my favorite. Creed is my second favorite now. Um, awesome. It's really good. Um, what else? Oh, the the way it's shot. That is really impressive. Um, the boxing scenes are just unbelievably tense. I can't That's what I've stress heard. that enough. That is the defining, like, yeah, series series of scenes in that movie. Like the way they shoot those boxing matches is incredible. You really feel like, oh my god. Some somebody could just die. Like it, it's un- amazing, amazing boxing scenes. The, it's worth watching just for those. Really, if you're into any kind of like fighting movies, or if you liked Raging Bull, anything like that, this is a cool movie just to watch. Yeah, I was um, surprised at the reception cool of it because like it, it seemed like when it, when just the previews were coming out, I thought it looked neat. I I, I was. I was I was of, the same way. I it it looked like fine, but I didn't really care. Yeah, and a lot of people were shitting on it. A lot of people were saying like, "Well, this is a stupid idea," and I I didn't get that at all. Like, I I thought it looked like a good idea from the beginning. Like, if you're gonna 
if you're going to bring up an old franchise that's been done a lot of times, it's really cool to focus on, on like not even a minor character in this case, but an extension of a, not the main character. Although, I mean, Apollo Creed's a, a major part of the, but still like it's, it, it, it's cool to keep it in that same story, but, but kind of hand the torch over. Uh, hopefully they don't milk it to the point of destruction, but yeah, I'm a little afraid of that, but this at least will be able to stand on its own as a really yeah. good movie. That's cool. Um, I saw something else. Uh, what was it? Die Hard. I had never seen the original Die Hard, and I watched Yikes. it. And you know what? It was fine, <laughs> but it doesn't hold up. <laughs> and I know that 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 might be just because Die Hard. Is the movie that made these things into yeah, complete I don't know. cliches? But like when when he's talking to the cop and he's like, "So what'd you do? I, I was on the force for lots of years, and, <laughs> and then I well I shot a kid, and, and then at the end of the movie he like shoots the guy, and then he zoom. It's just so, it's just ridiculous. But it's it, yeah, ridiculous you're right. It did movie. it did make a lot of those cliches. Uh, it 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 almost made its own genre of like. Like man trapped in a building, action movie with man trapped in a building is almost like an entire genre of itself, and and it it invented that, and and it did a really good job with it. I I I I did I wasn't like obsessed with the movie or anything, but I liked that movie a lot when I first saw it. Uh, but it was I, so I really did like it too, but it just doesn't. Okay, I liked it a lot, but it didn't. It doesn't age well. Sure, <laughs> that's what I'll say. I understand. I I just God, I don't know. There's some things in that movie that. I, I there love, were a lot of moments. I love the scene I, I between between him and Hans Gruber, where they're in the. He's acting like he's the uh, God. What is he acting like? He finds. He's him acting in the like he's a maintenance Bill area. Clay. <laughs> yeah, the innocent hostage with a terrible accent. <laughs> yeah, and and it's I love it. I I yeah. There's a lot of things I really love about that movie, and some of them maybe a little bit cool. ironically, but still, it's it's. I I I never get tired of it. It's very movie. cheesy. It was good. Yeah. I would I would watch it again. Yeah, like tomorrow even. <laughs> it has a it sense cool. of humor about itself too. Even even though it isn't aware, I think of a lot of its cliches. It 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 does yeah. have that light light hearted tone. So, I was surprised by how long it was. It's almost two and a half hours. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize. And just with I, they probably could have lost some of those scenes with the black guy in the limousine. Yeah. <laughs> it he's integral it was though. Long. It was really long. That's how the info gets out. Yeah, great. No, no, it wasn't. Isn't he the original? No, he's not. How it gets out, he is. No, no, he pulls the fire alarm and then he uses a walkie-talkie. Yeah. On the emergency channel, and he says, "We're being there's thirty hostages in this building and at least six terrorists. I killed one of them and I need help immediately." And then the woman on the other end of it says. You know, this is an emergency line, and is this if this is a prank call, you have to know that you're gonna get in trouble. Like it's just so goddamn it. <laughs> well, okay. whatever. I so need to watch that movie again. Jessica Jones. Watch too. I know it's so good. Jessica Jones is the well. Jessica Jones is the second in like the Daredevil family thing. It's like a series of Netflix shows. The Marvel Extended about Universe. Marvel characters. Yeah, the the dark, gritty Netflix Marvel Universe. And Jessica Jones, um, 
I don't know. People really liked it. I liked it. I thought it was fine. But um, it's not as good as Daredevil. I don't think you have to watch it. I've heard a lot, a lot of it felt like it was it. just meant to shock you. It seems like it's blown up a lot more than, than Daredevil, and I don't know why. I think it's because Daredevil was so good, and it, Jessica Jones was, you know, people went into it with those expectations. But I didn't hear about Daredevil, and I'm hearing about I Jessica Jones. I, I, not, not to the, I, I don't know, maybe I'm hanging around with the wrong crowd, but it seems like everyone's talking about Jessica Jones, and I didn't hear that many people talking about Daredevil. Jessica Jones is a... Okay, so I think some of like the themes it covers are more mature, interesting maybe. Um like it's about rape and sexual assault Sweet. and mind control and it does that stuff well kind of. Um but Daredevil Okay, Jessica Jones is clumsy. It's a really clumsy show that even though it's dealing with stuff like that, it's still just They'll drop lines like, you know, have you ever lived with a mistake and you regret it? And it's like just these ham-fisted, I was a good cop until I went into the army and saw bad things. And it's just, you know, they're comic book characters filmed, basically. They're cartoons. And doesn't really work sometimes. Sometimes it's just kind of funny when they're trying to be really, really serious. Yeah. Um. Daredevil had more of a sense of humor. It wasn't at it. Jessica Jones is a little bit pretentious. It's got like this overly brooding atmosphere where there'll just be scene after scene of these characters acting troubled and brooding and feeling mm. sorry for themselves. And I don't really stomach that stuff well. The uh, uh I, my problem with it is maybe that I'm the pretentious one rather than it being pretentious, which is. Just when I hear anything Marvel these days, I go, ugh. I just, I, I, they've milked it so quickly and so much. Okay. And I can't, I can't keep you know, up and I don't want to. I kind of half had that reaction, but Daredevil was the last Marvel thing I saw. And I liked that a lot. So I, I went into it with like forgiving expectations. Yeah. It was kind of the opposite of Daredevil that, Daredevil had two really annoying side characters who were just, just, uh, they annoyed me and they annoyed lots of other people, um, that they're constantly talking and feeling sorry for themselves and I don't know. So that's side characters in Daredevil. In Jessica Jones, it's the other way. The side characters are fine, but the main character is the one who's constantly brooding and that's more irritating. At least the person that we watch the most in Daredevil is somewhat likable mm. but the, i gotta say like in daredevil the villain is very very good he's legitimately that's scary, important legitimately scary um sickening sometimes and very well acted too by david Tennant, doctor who of all people he plays a, a really despicable dude no, guess and what might, video game it, it really it actually might be worth watching just for him. Oh, nice. And and that character. That is a really, really good character and a, ch- a chilling premise for a to, villain. To swing this back into uh, into our topic of of why we created this uh, podcast, guess what video game David Tennant's in? What? Just Cause 3. 
Is he really? <laughs> yes, apparently. I think he's like the radio guy who who comes wow. over and after you beat a stronghold, he has a, a news segment about it. Um, yeah, apparently. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Like really I like weird. The guy. Uh, but yeah, I like I like David Tennant. He's he's arguably the best modern doctor. I don't know. I'm not a big enough. Did you just say he's arguably the best modern actor? Doctor. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. That okay. <laughs> that might a little be true. Bit. Uh. <laughs> okay, last thing. This happened really recently, like just an hour ago. Okay. I was driving back here and I was listening to um the Sirius XM radio in my car to Raw Dog. What is this, two thousand nine? Yeah. And so I was listening <laughs> to that and it was like some kind of Bill Hicks. I don't know what to call it because I don't know enough about Bill Hicks's career as a comedian. It, I don't know if it was an album he made. I don't know if it was a marathon that was like, or like a set that he did perform live. But the key thing to it was that there was this musical experience bundled with it. I don't know how else to talk about it. Sometimes it was just an electric guitar. And I, I really couldn't tell if he was on stage playing to the jokes. It was very, like, surreal. But the way he was playing was kind of dreamy and fit the tempo of the jokes. It was incredible. Like, okay. it was... It was it's really... I've never heard anything like it. It's, like, comedy coupled with, like, an actual musical act. I... I I can't I mean, tell if it was... Is it like the... Uh, what is no. that British comedian that, that, that does, like, piano? It's not like that There's at all. There's an American one, too. No, no, it's not like that at all. The music isn't funny or and isn't, like, songs. It's just a guy playing music. And it's actual music. And Bill Hicks, if you're familiar with his material, he's one of the most cynical, angry comedians I've ever heard. And he screams a ton. It's just fuck this, fuck that, fucking con America, like damn. But then the music is kind of like sad, and I, I don't know. And then as the material went on, Bill Hicks is doing different bits, and there will be like interludes between the bits, and the music will get like more deranged. And it's not like an electric guitar anymore. And now it's like these weird synthesized sounds. And by the end, it was like a nightmare of just all this insane noise. And I don't know what I like walked into. <laughs> maybe, maybe I have it was no a, idea what it is. Maybe it was a serious FM glitch and it just happened to create art. It definitely wasn't. It art definitely by coincidence. Wasn't. It was carefully planned, and it was really cool. And I wish I knew what it was called. Okay. But, yeah. I'm uh, sure you'll find it. I, I don't think I ever will, Help actually. us out. Help us out, listeners. Someone out there knows. One of our thousands of... Uh... Actually, you know what? Bill Hicks probably listens to this. Bill Hicks, send yeah. us an email. <laughs> um, all remember, right. Oh, remember when we did emails? Yeah, we we should we should get back to answering questions. Actually, maybe we ha- actually have stuff. I'm sure we do in the inbox that I never checked because I forgot sad. the That's password. That's a sad thought. Um, it's probably easier if you want us if you want us to notice you, senpai. Just make a comment on the YouTube video or the or the 
push a shout page uh because i i I read all those and always if i if i mean to respond to them on the podcast i always forget but anyway um so yeah or twitter and uh so oh yeah one more thing i wanted to mention uh i wrote a hoverboard uh i watch 50 youtube videos about yeah uh, it was it was fun i liked it it was neat and i don't think i want one because there's no That's point. That's the ideal experience, it seems like. I would like to try one, someone else's. and that would be enough. Exactly. Yep. Uh, I found out why they're called hoverboards, because that name pissed me off. Hoverboards annoyed me, because they, they, they aren't hovering, and they don't look like they're hovering. Um, so I, I was confused as to why they were called hoverboards, and I couldn't figure it out. And then I looked at what the brand was on the thing, and it's called a Swagway. No, it's not. Well, the one that I that they these people had it was called a Swagway. I did an unhealthy amount of research on this. So let me <laughs> drop some truth bombs. Uh, the design is just everybody, every company in China is making their own brand of this. I don't know whether they just change some minor thing and it gets around the patent or if there's no patent at all. But it's just a generic product at this point. I, I you heard, can, you can, yes. You can make it and call it literally anything and you're fine. So one of them is called a Swagway. That's you the popular also one, call I think, it, though. You could call it the rolling fuck stick. It wouldn't matter. Well, I think the Swagway is the popular one. They've got a website and everything. There, lots of them have websites. Lots of them have really spiffy websites, too. Anyway, the, these ones were called a Swagway, and I wanted to shoot the person who came up with that name. Uh, anyway, Hoverboard is a better name, although it still isn't a very good one. But you see, who's going to buy it, though? The kind of people, people that would who be are okay down with the swagway, swagway, yeah, would probably buy this thing. I guess I don't know. I've actually thought it could be useful for when we have a race weekend and we're in the paddock. Paddocks are generally quite large and spread out, and so it could actually be useful to like ride around in the paddock and and not have to walk extremely long distances. But you'd also look like a fuckhead while doing it. So everything's a trade off. Um. All right. There's not much news. This is going to be a short podcast, I guess. Which is fine, because I want to play Just Cause 3. Uh, <laughs> did you hear about... This is funny. Did you hear about PlayAsia and, no. and the controversy surrounding PlayAsia? Uh, so uh, a few months ago, direct Two drive started making these marketing... They, they started making sales that were... Well, they, they at least made one sale that was called like the trigger warning... Oh, yeah. It was clever. It was clever, and that. it was making fun of trigger warnings. And people freaked out about it because it was distasteful. And it also gave them way more... It worked, basically. The marketing strategy worked. Yeah. And now Play Asia, which is a an importing site, I believe, has stolen their <laughs> their idea of drumming up controversy online uh, by saying that Dead or Alive Extreme 3 will not be coming to the West... Um, because of SJW nonsense. <laughs> and everyone freaked out. And pe- a bunch of people have, have are now going to import a game that they don't give a shit about. Because they feel like they're sticking it to uh, SJWs. And I just think it's the most hilarious thing ever. Uh, and, and, then, and now since then they've kept on doing tweets with like anime reaction images and bullshit like that. And they're just eating it up. They have, let's see. That that specific tweet, the one about SJWs, has thirteen, almost fourteen thousand retweets according to this article, and and it, good for them, you know. I'm one hundred percent behind their cynical 
marketing strategy. You know, <laughs> Rocco said this on the most recent Mega64 podcast, but it bears repeating. This is not a joke. Dead or Alive Extreme 3 Beach Volleyball has full VR support. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It needs it, you know? <laughs> and they have, like, a a really advanced graphics engine that, like, simulates it the looks bikini good. straps and, like, tan lines on the different girls. Yeah. And when they get in the water, it changes the physical properties of the straps. This is courtesy Garrett Hunter, by the way, on the Make 64 podcast. He's a cool guy. He is. But yeah. That's, that's cool. You know cool what? Information. And for all of the viewers who care, which is all of you, um, buy Extreme Beach Volleyball from Plasia.com. Yeah, if you uh if you want to stick it to if you want to stick it to the SJWs, that's the way to do it. Give that company money, uh regardless of the quality of their game. Um all right. Think of it this way. Sixty sixty bucks to play Asia, sixty dollars out of Anita Sarkeesian's bank. That's account. right. That's that's what do you think of that? That's how it works. Uh <laughs> so anyway, good for them. Uh some other this isn't controversial. Some other news. This is kind of interesting. Have you heard of Afro Samurai 2, the video game? I've no. It was a video game. Uh and it was out for a while, I think, on Steam. And it has been pulled because and there's no other way to say this. I think this is basically the developer's own words. It's not it's not a good game. Uh they say their quote is that um he says uh that Afro this is the general manager of the publisher versus evil. He said Afro Samurai 2 was a failure. Uh, and we could not do in good conscience volume 2 and volume 3. And uh and so what he says is we're returning all the money and across the board we're putting out an apology that says <laughs> sorry about this. Which is kind of interesting. That's as far as I've ever seen I think a video like it's not a voluntary thing. I think they're just refunding you regardless of whether you want to be refunded or not and taking your game off of steam because it's so bad that they feel like that's their only ethical uh <laughs> course of action isn't isn't afro samurai like the it's an anime right i think so it's like oh maybe an anime made in the west like a boondock thought, saints yeah i thought it was like super impressive or something i think people like it i had i know nothing about yeah, yeah, yeah. it but so, the video game's real bad i've seen footage of the video game and it is real bad um like shamefully so but uh who knows that's kind is of interesting it, it's not every day a game gets pulled off the of steam does the publisher like is are they super aggressive about protecting the brand that <sighs> i don't know they the publisher paid for the full development let's see this, this article doesn't go into into detail with it but they're not like Maybe a bi- didn't cost they're not a major <laughs> they made the publisher made the banner saga and that's the only thing that I've, I, I can see that they've... That's, I've heard of it. Uh, it's another anime thing, I think. But uh, other than that, I don't recognize their stuff. But I guess like I guess they just... They felt like it was better to uh, not... To to look good in the in the public's eye rather than make this probably small amount of money they made off of these the sales of this terrible game. Uh, so anyway, that was interesting and weird. Um, and the last bit of news that I have... Is that did you see the that this was just mildly interesting? Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five nuclear weapons owned per platform statistics. Uh, 
uh, put out by their Twitter. Uh, I just thought this was interesting because you'll see. Um, on November 29th, the PS4 had 188, the PS3 140, the Xbox One 52, 360 35, Steam 11,473. <laughs> And somehow I don't think that the PC one is legitimate. Um, I think I think people cheated. Hmm. Huh? That or the, or the only people still playing Metal Gear Solid Five and doing the nuclear weapon stuff is PC players, which also wouldn't surprise me. But I think they cheated. You filthy cheaters! Why would you do that? There's no way. Nobody cheats on the computer. No, especially not with Metal Gear Solid Five and and the insurance plan and all that uh you know a game that's easily modeled to go in and change numbers around speaking of metal gears uh insurance plan i just got in touch with a broker dealer and we were negotiating a term structure in my fob insurance (laughs) and i you see i I decided to go for the fixed rate annuity because that one it it compounds yeah 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 that's what you want because 10 years from now it'll be worth a lot more uh, <laughs> because you could keep your holdings in and commodities or you know other assets, but I I choose to go for the two uh, percent oh yield. Yeah, <laughs> great, good talk. Yeah, short podcast this week because even though even though we're at this part of the year where all the video games are coming out, it's not a lot of news or anything. I wanna I want to write stuff. Um, There's more stuff to talk about, I think. I want to write... Someone asked to respond, as we mentioned earlier, to someone's question on last week's podcast. I do want to start... I don't want to say start because that sets a precedent. There is at least one article that I want to write, and I don't know if it would be like a review or a comparison or something, but it would have probably something to do with either or and Fallout 4 and, um, and Witcher 3. So maybe. No promises. But I've been meaning to write stuff. It's just hard to do that because I'm lazy. <sighs> also, the game of the year stuff is going to come up, or year in review, which I want to do another year in review video. Yeah, and those are really those fun. are time consuming, but they're also really fun and satisfying. So that's that'll probably take take priority. So by the time I get anything out related to Witcher Three or Fallout Four, it'll be not topical at all. But who gives a shit? Anyway, yeah, at this point, you know, I was just thinking about this. This is content. What we do, even though it's not as digestible at all. I mean, I mean it takes it's, yeah. some. It's some the reason we started the site. Yeah, exactly. It takes analytical wind out of your sails that you know you're actually spending effort. And yeah, it's good content. Yeah. So even I'm though it's a terrible podcast, I don't know why anyone would listen. to This it. is the best podcast, and it still says movies. <laughs> yeah, great um, podcast, man. How about great production quality on Bob. This. Blast. That's our new video game that we're developing. Oh, big announcement. We're developing a video game called Bob Blast. Look forward to that in 2023. That's a cool game. Um, anything else? No. Okay. <laughs> well, this, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the 56th episode of the Push a Shout podcast. In the year of our Lord, 2015. I think I'm going to stream Just Cause 3 right after this. Yeah, I I kind of just want to play Bloodborne. I don't um, blame you for that either. God, and I wish then I had my Witcher PS4. 3. I, I tried to start Witcher 3 right before I left for uh, my Thanksgiving break to eat turkey with the fam. 
And, uh, oh, oh yeah, TBH, the squad was so on point that they murdered my entire fan. Oh, dear. I've been sitting on that one all day. <laughs> and I've just been waiting to see how people react in your first. So thanks. The oh, dear does it for me. Yeah, that's the only way I can react to that. Uh, oh, <laughs> anyway, I got, I got the headphones. I was about to start Witcher 3. And uh, I had to verify the integrity of the cache, and that took until I had to leave. So, But right. I'm going to play Witcher 3 also. I got new headphones, and we talked about that before the podcast. But they're weird because mm-hmm. for the first time, I can hear stuff outside while my headphones are on because they're open. They wear, they're almost the same kind as you have, apparently, as we established. Some people care a little bit about this, so I'm going to talk about it. Open-ear headphones, how do you feel about them? Okay, I, first of all, they have to go around the ear. There's no other option at all because that would be incredibly uncomfortable. Um, Wait, I, what do you mean around the ear? So they have to be fully enclosed. The ears have to be fully enclosed. If, is that what you're talking about? Because I don't know. Because there's some that plates on top of the ears, like are physically pressing the ears, and that's absurd. I don't know why anyone would do that. Well, there's the on ear, but these are called around ear. But specifically, okay. by open air. I mean the ones that let you hear everything yeah. around you. Well, I haven't had... This is the first time I've used... I've been using them for an hour now, probably. So I, I haven't had a lot of time. It's definitely better for podcasting. I can actually hear my voice and not, like, inside my head. Uh, so yeah. it, 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 I'll probably... I'll, I probably talk a little better than I did. I don't know. Um, but uh, it's are, also... Are you good talker now? You I talk, talk good, good now. Um, I also can hear my neighbor's air conditioner very faintly and my fan on the computer very faintly. Hopefully, when my neighbor's kids start playing, that's not too distracting while I'm trying to play my damn video games and I don't have to lean out the window and yell at them. They are Sennheiser HD 598SEs. And I got them for under $100 on uh, Black Friday. And, uh, yeah, I, I like them $100? so far. They're, they're very comfortable. Yeah, uh, $90-something. Dollars. They're very comfortable. They're very light. Price. And, well, it was Black Friday. And, um, oh, yeah, and, uh, they're still, like, cause my old ones were just awful. They just pressed my ears a little bit. Like they went around the ear, but they still pressed them a little bit. And, and these are so much better. I could wear these all day. Um, yeah, that, that is okay. So I've had these for years. Um, they're Sennheiser HD five, nine fives, which is like a couple three less than below. Mine. Well, numerically, but actually it's two. It's three less. Step up. The step up from 595 is the 598, and then there's the SE. You're fucking idiot! Whoa. But, yeah, that was the very first thing I noticed, that it just is the most comfortable headphones I've ever worn, Um, including, like, earbuds and stuff. Like, keeping earbuds in your ears can get uncomfortable after a while. These are just... They're very light and they're very soft and comfortable yeah. and great. It's really hard to and shop for nice. headphones online and rely on reviews because all the reviews that look reliable are written by, I guess, what you would call audio files. And they're like, well, the trouble tones don't have enough texture to it. And, and it's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I think it's all out your ass. And I just want to know if they're comfortable and if they sound fine. And if they're loud enough, <laughs> I, 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 I have such a low standard for sound quality. Um, it's, it's all about the comfort. That's the only reason I spent this much money on them was because... Actually, these head... Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say it's because they're, they're more comfortable than any other ones that I've had because all the other ones have been cheapos. 
for how light these are, these are six years old and they, they still work just as well and are still just as comfortable as when I first got them. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you will regret this purchase. I don't think so either. I, I plan for it to last for once because I've gone through like a pair of headphones every two years. Uh, but yeah, I just, God, the audiophile shit is just way too much. It's, it's ridiculous. How, yeah. Like go to an Amazon how review flat, of like these, for example. How flat yeah, are the mid-tones. And, yeah, it's just, I need some real flat uh, mid-tones and real bassy bottoms. Ridiculous. I, it, it has to be all bullshit. It has to be. I'm sorry. It's not I don't care. Bad. Some it's, of it is. But what some, some of it is, what some of it is if you look at the reviews of like the hundred dollar cables, like audio cables. Okay, yeah, that that is true. But no, okay, yeah. So some, some of it is bullshit. Audio files. Audio files. Okay, some of it. Yeah, technically, some things sound better than other things, but the ones who care too much are insufferable. But then there's like the wannabe audiophiles who are even worse. And it's like with my hundred dollar monster cables and my mm-hmm. gold iPhone charger, <laughs> like I'm gonna have the perfect sound. Yeah. Still, so it's just way more detailed. There's still levels. Me. me as a consumer, personally, I don't need any detail other than it sounds fine. Uh, it's it's all about that comfort, baby. Because I spend all all my time in front of the computer like a true nerd. That's my life. Guys, this has been the Gamer Nerd Podcast. Skippy is your Gamer Nerd. Please bully him on Twitter, at Skippy Sigmatic. This has been Push to Shout Podcast. And if you're watching live, all... Uh, three of one, you. One, two, three of you. <laughs> two of you. There were five earlier. Wow. Well, I'll walk in five. Actually, we didn't announce it until like... I've announced it like ten minutes after it started. So. <laughs> okay, so... Anyway, the one of you here, whoever that one is, you can probably watch Skippy Stream Just Cause 3. See you next week. A long, long time ago.